Hi, I am Eli Aringay from On Faith and Fatherhood and welcome to my podcast. Through this podcast, I will be sharing my insights on parenting, homeschooling, family, and faith. It is my belief that family is God's instrument to carry on His commands and decrees from one generation to the next. And as parents, it is our duty to raise obedient and God-fearing children. One of the deepest desires of every parent is for their children to become successful in life. Thus, it is uh, normal for many parents to set this path for our children even at a very young age. We put them in the best schools, even enroll them at the earliest age possible. I uh, even know of some parents who enroll their children as early as three years old <laughs> and uh, just a side note though at least from a homeschooling perspective uh, I do not advise this um, enrolling our children at a very young age some parents even get to decide which college course their children must take the bottom line is all parents want their children to succeed as a rule, we want them to be at the pinnacle of a specific profession or to be on top of an organization. And this is how we perceive success for our children. And most parents equate this kind of success as uh, raising leaders in the society. For many, uh, leadership has something to do with profession designation or title still others view leaders as the ones who are untouchable calling the shots giving orders uh, and commanding their subordinates Uh, sorry to say this but this is simply a wrong definition of what it means to become a leader if this is our approach we have a grave misconception of leadership If this is our perspective, we are not really raising future leaders. We may raise our children to become well-known in a given profession or so that they can secure a job that may generate a relatively high income, but we are not really raising future leaders. Even if they successfully move to the top of an organization, or a company, without a correct definition of leadership, all that we accomplished is raising future bosses. And a lot of us wants to become the boss. But being the boss does not necessarily equate to leadership. I believe this is one of the poorly defined idea in the world today. The idea of leadership. Society, from a sociological standpoint, does not need more bosses. What we need are leaders. And as parents, we have to take this need seriously. Thus, we must must see to it that we will be able to raise future leaders. But what is the meaning of leadership? Who is a leader? Authors Ken Blanchard and Phil Hodges um, in their book defines leadership as follows. And I quote, 
Leadership is a uh, process of influence. Anytime you seek to influence the thinking, behavior, or development of people in their personal or professional lives, you are taking on the role of a leader. Leadership can be as intimate as words of guidance and encouragement to a loved one or as formal as passing on um, instructions through extended lines of communications and organizations. They continue, leadership can be nurturing the character and self-worth in children and uh, promoting greater intimacy and fulfillment in personal relationships. Or it can involve distributing diverse resources in an organization to accomplish a specific objective and task. End of quote. So what can we learn about this detailed definition of leadership? We can learn a lot actually, but let me just highlight what leadership is not on the basis of the working definition that I just stated. Leadership, listen to this, is not about title. Position, job description, ranking, salary, wealth, or even intellect. But this is how most people view leadership. They aspire a certain position or rank in the society because they think that they will become quote-unquote leaders by doing so. Not true. They want to become a boss, not really a leader. Leadership is meant to impact and influence the lives of other people in a positive way. On the contrary, self-professed leaders nowadays are guilty of causing low morale among their subordinates. To an extreme extent, they are lording their authority over their subordinates. It is not leadership. And any exercise of authority without compassion for the lives of people can never be leadership. Self-centeredness has no place in true leadership. In order to raise future leaders, our goal as parents must be to raise children who can positively impact their surrounding. As I mentioned, not all of those who are in who are placed in a position of power are leaders in its truest sense. What we must make our children understand is that leadership is all about positively influencing the lives of people, regardless of our children's position in life. Power does not equate to leadership. We have to raise future leaders because this is what our society needs. We do not need any more power trippers. The world is actually full of them. Nor do we need any more title seekers. Titles can never be enough for a lot of people anyway. I do not know about you, but my love for my children uh, moves me to raise them as future leaders in the context of the definition I gave a while ago. It is not so much about changing the world actually, but it is more of the love for people why I want my children to become future leaders. Just imagine the lives that can be impacted by raising true leaders in the future. But the question now is how? How can we raise our children to become future leaders? 
And I'm going to share five ways that parents must do in order to train and raise their children to become future leaders. The first one, direct them to a leadership model. They must have a leadership model. I believe this is the most critical because as humans, we are inherently imitators. Whether we like it or not, we will tend to imitate someone else. And children are quite good at it. You know that, parents. Do you remember a time when you're growing up, toddler then will simply copy everything that you do? Repeat every word that you say? Who we are now is a accumulation of um, all the influences that we were exposed to as we are growing up. And if there are still changes, we are still undergoing changes at this time in our behavior or conduct, those changes are most likely the result of an influence from another source. And as your child is growing up, you have to point them to a model. They cannot be just any self-proclaimed leader. They cannot simply be any person who profess to exhibit leadership qualities. It is true that your children will pattern their behavior from you, from us as parents, but even the way, actually even the way we model uh, to our children is in truth patterned to someone else. And if you'll ask me, I'll have to present Christ as the ultimate pattern and model of leadership. The leadership example of Christ is the model that you must present to your children as they are growing up. Christ-likeness must be their aspiration. Christ has all the authority and power over all creations, yet he did not lord his authority during his ministry on earth. He instead displayed compassion, kindness, mercy, grace, patience, and humility. This should be the characteristics of a true leader that your children must learn. Christ has the power over his creation, but he kept it under control, that power under control. And this is very contrary to a lot of those in authority nowadays who abuse their power and lacks compassion and kindness. But our children must learn from the example of Christ. Christ is the epitome of a true leader. So that's number one. Point them to a model. The second one, teach them to be humble. Teach your children to be humble. Humility must be one of the primary traits of a true leader. When one feels empowered to affect the lives of others, especially among those in positions of authority, the temptation to be proud is very strong. Leaders are always on guard of this um, tendency or likelihood to be proud. You know, it is easy to be drunk on power. And our children must acknowledge that. They must be trained to guard their ego. Humility in leadership prevents one from abusing his influence. A humble leader is aware that uh, he is really in no way higher than others, that whatever authority he has is merely his role in the grand scheme of things. He is aware that the 
opportunity to influence others is a privilege that comes from the Lord. And this privilege must be performed with caution and gratitude. Tell your children that every human being was created by God. Tell them that they must not think of themselves too highly. Teach them that everyone needs God's grace regardless whether you are the leader or the follower. So, teach your children to be humble. The third one, train them, train your children towards servanthood. A true leader is a servant leader. I will repeat it. A true leader is a servant leader. Servanthood is what distinguishes a leader from a boss. Leadership is not about barking orders to the point that the commands are already detached from the reality of things. And that is precisely the reason why the idea was called leadership in the first place. It is to lead that others may follow. If you want, to, if you want people to learn how to serve others, you must do the serving first and foremost. Set the example you want others to copy. That is the mark of a true leader. In this regard, leadership will require the leader to sacrifice. Leaders are willing to put their lives on the line if necessary. Listen to this. Pawning the followers to sacrifice their lives so that he, the person who claims to be the leader, can, can live in convenience and comfort is not what a true leader does. And we can learn that from the example of Christ. He said that he came to serve and not to be served. Christ devoted this ministry life to his disciples, even washing their feet at one point. And most importantly, Christ sacrificed his life so that those who call on his name might be saved. Hence, Instead of spoiling your children at a young age, train them to serve others and mod model sacrifice to them. Fourth one, instill in them, instill in your children the importance of honesty. A true leader is always on the side of truth. Honesty cultivates convictions. True leaders will do what is right simply because it is right, <laughs> irrespective of what others think about it. They will not filter truth. They will present it as it is because they know that truth will always be for the good of everyone. True leaders will not bend truth to please people and manipulate their approval. You know, honesty can offend others at times. It is a given. But if you temper honesty with compassion and correct motive, honesty will turn out to be the best in any given situation. If given a chance to be placed in a position of authority, honesty will move your grown-up children to be true to their mandate, make the righteous decision, stand on truth, and be firm in their convictions. Number five, practice accountability at home. Practice accountability at home. 
A true leader knows how to assume responsibility. A leader will make decisions based on firm convictions and will assume the consequences of that decision, whatever it may be. A leader will not point fingers or look for a scapegoat as a result of the decisions he made. You know, accountability demands that the leader stay focused to his purpose or to the objectives of the organizations organization that he leads. It is therefore a mistake to overprotect our children. Parents give room for mistakes. Make them responsible by allowing them to experience consequences. Instruct them, but do not shield them from the results of their disobedience to those instructions. When they are exposed, if our children are exposed, to the principles of sowing and reaping, of cause and effect, of decisions and consequences, they will learn how to be accountable. How to raise our children to become future leaders? Lead them to the model of Christ. Teach them to be humble. Train them towards servanthood. Instill in them the importance of honesty and practice accountability at home. So that's it for today's episode. Till next time.